Hermes draw near, and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, and thyself land here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 51, Empathy. How's it going? Um, you know, I am constantly vacillating between deep, dark depression and (laughs) Uh, (laughs) toxic positivity. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) I get that. (laughs) Except my toxic positivity is bypassing everything that's going on everything's fine it's uh I'm fine it's fine <laughs> hi i'm laura for now more on that later <laughs> and i'm still caitlin <laughs> and welcome to third, third eye, bind. eye bind we're back we're back with season six season six and we're so happy to be here we're so happy i'm so happy <laughs> to be alive i'm happy to be alive too because yes mm-hmm. that deep dark depression uh Made me think I didn't want to be sometimes. Absolutely. It went there. Thanks, winter. Thanks, winter. Thanks, sads. Pathetic. (laughs) Sads is the most pathetic thing that I can admit that affects me. Yeah. I was talking to my therapist about sads Mm -hmm. because I started seeing my therapist again. Shout out to Peggy in Texas. Thank you, Peggy. And um, (laughs) I was like, do I have sads or am I just dumb? (laughs) Because I live in L.A., so I'm like, I have the most sun, (laughs) theoretically. But it's not enough sun during the winter. It's not, especially if you're used to having a lot of sun. Also, the angle of the sun is different, and that's what gets you. Oh, I didn't know that. It's science. It is so depressing, (laughs) though, like when you... It's like dark at four, five o'clock. Now it's starting to stay light a little bit longer and I feel better and I'm feeling better like, too much better. literally like the solstice hit and days started yeah. to get longer and I was like I could keep living I was like <laughs> I guess I could do this I a little could, bit longer I could, I could do life I could still be alive. <laughs> but it's it's been a lot of sweatpants repetitive outfits I bought a new bathrobe cute yeah you know it's been hard yeah so to be here talking and actually recording again is like wild to me like in my head I'm like am I actually doing this right now I can't believe I put on makeup and like I know huh got up Mm -hmm. you know yeah your hair looks great by the way thank you I got my first real haircut this fall. It's so good and I it was after we had stopped recording and I kept being like your hair it needs to be on TV. I know. My, you know, I was it still looks good. deep in my depression and was ready to cut my own hair. And my mom called and was like, put the scissors down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, immediately, no. If I pay for your hair appointment, will you go? Aww. And I was like, thank you, mom. And so I went and got my hair cut. And then I went back again a couple of weeks ago for a trim. And so when I went to pay, my stylist was like, let's do business. Like, I want a reading. Yeah. So, more of the barter system, please. There's been some tit for tat action mm-hmm. on my end too. I'm I like into it. it. It's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. 
Me too. I love that. We're all helping each other and actually yeah. giving effort and caring. And gosh, what could we talk about today that could possibly have to do with that? Well, I'm so glad you asked because today's topic is empathy. empathy. A much needed conversation A for much all of us. Conversation and mm, before I even introduce my thought, I'm going yeah. to grab the deck. Let's just do that first oh wait before we start oh. <laughs> we were like excuse me <laughs> please if you would like to support the podcast which is a completely independently run podcast please uh, pause. pause we'll wait we'll wait for you pause and please um like comment share uh subscribe subscribe rate review us. Yeah. rate us Five stars, preferably. Um, <laughs> we do very much appreciate being here and being well enough to do this. And your continued support also makes that happen. We also have merch down below in the carousel if you'd like to check that out. It's real cute. It's pretty cute. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now that that's out of now the way. Now we got that out of the way. Oh, wait. If you really want to support us. I kidding. forgot the spiel. <laughs> if you really, really like us, you can support us on patreon.com slash third eye bind or third eye bind pod. I forget. But you'll find us. It's one of those. <laughs> and uh, there's a link somewhere. So you can do that. And you can get a sticker pack. And for as little as like a dollar a month, I believe, or five dollars, um, you can help keep our literal lights on mm-hmm. and mike our producer happy yes yes mike yes. does all the hard work it helps we just show up in the cute pay outfits. him for his services so <laughs> mike's literally a professional who is sought out for this type of work no literally like that's why it looks so good uh it's because of micro mike, Rob, mike my husband. literally has like an imdb no he's like <laughs> Go a Wikipedia. legit human being like, <laughs> he has a youtube award okay yeah. We're just out here. We need to have him on the podcast. <laughs> we should have an episode with Mike. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, about something we'll think of. Okay. Oh, we should have it on skepticism. Oh. Because oh, he's a little skepti skept. That's a good one. That's a good one. Let's have him on. Okay. Oh, I like We're adding this. that to the list. I like this. Okay. Wouldn't that be fun? Mike is our guest. Yes. I'm dead. I already love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> next season, we'll do it because this season is stacked this season to the is max. Stacked. We've already got our guests oh, locked in, which oh I'm not going to tell you about. You're just going to have our to Our finale is so, oh, we got an amazing guest this no, season. We, we, are are here, we are here to entertain. Yes. So anyways. Excite you. Back to the episode. What are we here for? Empathy. (laughs) We're here. All right. To talk about empathy. Hi, little deck. It's been a while. I know. Ooh, that's it. Okay. Pulling from my Sirens of Song tarot deck in lavender Lavender holographic edition. Uh, first upright. Okay. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I actually don't know this. Is this Billy? It's Billie Eilish. Billie yeah. Eilish. Uh, but Ooh. I like the lyric a lot. So I pulled the page I love of that swords. And the page of swords is the moment when we recognize there is something important that we have to say. Something important we need to communicate. Or perhaps something important we need to listen to. 
and learn from. And we don't quite know how to do it yet. Mm. We're mm. still figuring it out how it all works. But we are putting in the effort and trying our best to show up however it is that we can. Yeah. And I think for empathy, that's a really beautiful card because I think so many of us, especially right now, like we are on day 148 of yeah. the Palestinian genocide in Gaza. Do we need to use codes? Pause. So we don't get flagged. Can you beep it? Ribbit, oh yeah, sorry, sorry. I said it twice. Um, I was yes, we can frog code <laughs> it. I guess yeah. yeah. Um, but we are on day yeah. one forty-eight of mm-hmm. the atrocities being committed towards Palestinians yeah. in Gaza, mm-hmm. and I think so many of us feel empathy but struggle with how to put that empathy into action or we feel paralyzed by our empathy because there are so many emotions in watching witnessing this type of devastating historical event live on our phones every single day and the page of swords is here to encourage us to take whatever steps we can to do our best rather than to do nothing at all. Yeah. And I think the lyrics too really speak to that. Yes. Thank you for reminding me because I like the lyrics. Because everybody wants something from me now and I don't want to let them down. And at the end of the day, our empathy plus action is helpful. Compassion. Um, our empathy plus action is compassion. And it's not about yeah. other people's expectations in our social circles or our families. It's about what feels right and true to you and leaning into that. It's not about what everybody wants from you. It's like, well, what do you want from yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you see yourself in this world? And yeah. how can that fuel the way that you show up in the world yeah. each day? Yeah. How do you, being true to yourself and listening to that voice that's like, I should care, I care, and not letting propaganda rhetoric get to you because that's, empathy is powerful because it allows change to happen. It allows people to take action. It's the catalyst for a lot of things that need to happen to happen. And powers that be will do anything to suppress that mm. if it suits their agenda because their agenda is not empathy it's money it's power it's politics which is at the core of what this whole thing is and it's it's hard to sift through all that information and but it but at the core of what's going on like it's awful what's happening and nothing political justifies it for me and it's just like so obviously terrible um that it you should care about these things because we're desensitized we are and especially for witches and people Mm. that are magical spiritual practitioners that's what i struggle with understanding how magical people 
don't seem to care or that don't don't can don't have empathy for other people it, i don't understand how that works when you call yourself a witch or a magical practitioner someone that is historically the other is we've talked about this many times historically suppressed in different ways still suppressed in different ways and to allow like the, i don't i'm guessing it has to do with bypassing things and love and light and that kind of like vibrational bullshit that we address but like it it boggles i don't understand that part of it really gets to me and kind of pisses me off about what's I, happening i feel like it's People don't want to lose sales. <laughs> and look, I get, I get that, I get that. But, but it's not even like people that are selling things. Well, oh. it's not even people that are selling things. It's like people that you know are are just influencer witches yeah. or whatever. And I guess it's the same. You don't want to lose your followers. audience. I get that. Yeah. But there's like make it right, like you said, like there's different ways to address it, and mm -hmm. like at what point. Is it is it like you got to say some you have mm -hmm. to say something or do something or, you know, you don't have to dedicate your entire existence to it. But like, yeah, you don't need to become like a news outlet. No. And so because people are doing that and that's mm -hmm. great. And let's draw attention to those people. Exactly. And like everyone has a different capacity. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like. I don't know. I. I don't know. I don't like to judge people. Right. Because Gemini, it's hard <laughs> because we're empathetic and I don't, I don't like to point fingers, but, but in general, not even mm -hmm. just about what's going on right now. Yeah. Like in general, I've met people not having to do with this situation that are just like shitty people mm -hmm. that are also like racist people mm -hmm. that are witches and, th and things like we've talked about. Yeah. And it's just like, it's very odd to me, the juxtaposition to where it's like what what like how you know you can't just collect crystals and be like well i love my crystals like you need to love people i think we saw a lot of this in 2020 as well when yeah um the, the rise of social justice movements oh and, yeah and like george floyd yes. and brianna taylor yes and we saw this like reckoning moment where people really showed who they were yeah or yeah, we're unable or unwilling to express empathy, and it's like, how can you hold space spiritually and not at least acknowledge acknowledge what's going on? It's weird to me, but I also try to think like, okay, maybe not everybody who's not saying something aren't refraining from taking action, right? You know, no, like maybe yeah. They're working behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're showing up at protests. Maybe yeah. they're showing up here and there. Yeah. And it's true. Um, I think that for me personally, though, like I have a hard time staying in community with people who have said like nothing. Yeah. At all. But still charge for like readings and healings and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I personally don't understand it. And yeah. I have to, like, distance myself from it just to kind of protect my mental health. 
Yeah. I think. Because then I start to get in the spiral of like, yeah. Do you? Like, do you know? Like, do, do you, you care? care? Do you care? Like, I care. Yeah. It's a, it's a slippery slope because then we start to then judge people. Because then we're judging people. Right. We can judge people. It's okay. But like, we're Gemini's. It's, we judge people. <laughs> we, we do, but we also can see the other side of things. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. But it's so, I get, I get people that are just like, no, F these people. Like, that. I get people like that mm-hmm. because what's going on, it's, we need to scream it from the rooftops. But because things are happening, like, it's not over. And, but progress has been made. And like, there's a lot of, you know, uh, movement, the movement wasn't there before. And it's just opening up a lot of things. And I think a lot of people who weren't originally aware yeah. are starting to become aware. I think it takes and... time for people to open up their hearts and yeah. or to feel and to understand. Or to even know. To even know, on, like, right? like we colonize like this at school. Places. No, like yeah. to even understand like the scope of how colonization affects everybody mm-hmm. in all these different places and like learning about the history. I went into a deep dive of like the history of Palestine and the state of Israel and like it's very interesting. When you start to, and you know, people can't do that overnight. So I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it is, you know, when you're making your own personal decision Mm -hmm. on like where to spend your money, where, you know, that's your choice Mm -hmm. and that's fine. It's just. That's kind of like that page of swords energy that invites us to learn because once you know more, once you know better, you can do better yeah and it's and not too late to do that it's never too late to learn we are always mm-hmm. learning hopefully yeah and it is from putting in that effort that i think empathy can yeah. come to exist yeah. for a lot of folks yeah um yeah do you want to hear some cheese may yeah okay i literally this just came up this is like extremely hot tea <laughs> Wish I had hot Brush tea off in that cup. The stove. I was sitting here <laughs> looking at Instagram. Oh, right now. Right oh, this is now. like fresh tea. Fresh. I Ooh. mean, by the time this airs, it's boiling. It'll only be a week from now. Wait, what? Okay. Um. Okay. So Laura and Mike have a new puppy who didn't want to go inside, so they were busy outside okay, trying yes, to corral their a, new baby. She's feral. <laughs> She's so cute. She's very cute. She doesn't know if she likes me yet, but we'll get there. She does. Don't um, like anybody. But I'm like sitting here scrolling, and this is all, of course, alleged. Um, but there's this very large spiritual gathering that started, I want to say, around 2016. And it's very like woman centric, but it's had its problems in the past people have talked about it in the past but it's kept going i've always been suspicious of it because i've never felt fully comfortable with the woman who's in charge mm. but this particular gathering that profits off of people of color and their ancestral spiritual practices coming to like share their wisdom with okay the festival community um and charges like wild amounts of money for people to come attend uh, hmm. was recently called out by other by some of their practitioners for not s- 
saying anything about Palestine. And when the practitioners brought it up, <laughs> they updated their terms on their website saying that, like, if you agree to work with us, you cannot write any articles, make any posts, speak about us in public in any way, or you'll be subject to a $25,000 fine. That's sus. Allegedly. Um, but it's on their website. That's allegedly sus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like okay. the um, refuse the That's uh, control. That's link, cultish. And that's cult. I thought it seemed like a cult. If it smells like a cult, if it looks like a cult, it's a fucking like, cult. Like quack quack, bitch. Quack quack. <laughs> <laughs> that was goofy. I liked it. We're <laughs> doing a cluck, cluck. It's an angry cluck. Oh, we're chickens. <laughs> click, click. Ah. Oh, wait, it's on this arm. Cluck, cluck. It's a cult. It's a cult. <laughs> but, like, it's it's kind of come. I forgot why I started on this. Oh, oh because I liked we were it. talking about how it's a struggle to oh. understand, Just, like, yeah. when people who are leaders who have come into leadership positions in the spiritual and magical community yeah do not show empathy or even acknowledgement to harm that is happening in real time that's why even, it came even <laughs> when even when they have you know decolonization buzzwords yes. in their their bios yes. and things and have written mm -hmm. books about it and mm -hmm. yes it's weird i mean it's a weird it's a weird time. We all have a different capacity. Yes. I couldn't get out of bed half the time the past few months, so I understand. I understand that. And I respect my friends and colleagues who don't give a F and are like, no, calling out people. I respect that, too. Mm -hmm. And I also, yeah, that's cool with me. And, uh, but it's, you can do things. This having to do with anything, you know, like we're all sort of, at least I feel like we're all like, whoa, colonization, whoa, Congo, whoa, like Yemen, like all these different things that are going on now are getting mm -hmm. attention that need get attention. Yeah. And it's like the people are reeling and sort of like it's it's an awakening mm. of sorts and very Pluto and Aquarius. It's very Pluto and Aquarius. <laughs> Did that happen today or yesterday? Mm. Is it today the 20th? I don't know. It's officially today, yeah. Um, I don't know time anymore. <laughs> I'm just baby. No, I'm a baby. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's the 20th. So, but you can do things like, you know, supporting people that are activists and doing the work and it's doing you know you can amplify those voices mm -hmm. and it's very doable and yeah i don't know That's i don't weird. really care about posting about it because it's messed up and yeah. no it's not all over my feed because yeah. yeah i do still need to make money pretty mm -hmm. desperately or else i will not be able to pay my bills mm -hmm. i get that i do but I'm also going to do it. Actually, by the time this airs, I have a pin that will be like, I'll be donating money to a thing. So like, there's ways to do this that's not, I don't know. You just have to figure out what 
you can do. Yes, absolutely. Really, it's it's complicated. But that reminds me of two things. The first one is um, Corinna Rosella of formerly of Rise Up Good Witch. Now it's Milk Thistle in Yucca Valley or online. Just posted something on their IG and their Instagram about how like there's this weird dichotomy of being like a spiritual or witchy person, and you're like call to action, bring attention to this, and then you're like also please buy my products yeah. and services. And yeah. they're like, it's weird because you feel like you're being perceived as disingenuous, but you're not disingenuous. It's no. like, this is just the reality of existing yeah. under capitalism. You can't just not, can't I can't not, stop participating. Exactly. Or I will not be able to feed my family. It, literally, I won't be able to feed my family if I don't keep promoting yeah. Yeah. my stuff. Yeah. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Lack of empathy. Me. Like it's no. just going to be some chaotic, Good. It's just I very, it's happening. very like post about Palestine. Look at this cute pin. But any, yes, that can be, pre- and if that's perceived like that, then I, I mean, I can't do what anything about do? it. This is my job. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, it's, but it's okay. Everyone's, we're all just doing our best. We're all just best. doing our best and mm-hmm. people out there are doing some real like important work with this. And, you know, even if it's just in your stories, like amplifying. Yeah. All the actions are wonderful if you're looking for a way to just do something, yeah. you know. Kiki of Opulent Witch posted something recently about how, like, there are so many different roles within yeah. revolution. And not everyone is going to be, like, a mm. boots-on-the-ground mm-hmm. activist showing up at marches. Um, some people are going to be facilitating support through their spiritual practices yeah um some people are you know artists Mm -hmm. artists are such an important part of the revolution to catch attention exactly um some people are educators like some people are there's so many so many different ways that you can help activate people and be a part of put your empathy into action talking to people that you know about it like Mm -hmm. there's i had some friends say some wild stuff to me and i was like where did you hear that what (laughs) i won't tell you it it, i'll ask you after the show it's really it's really (laughs) bad and i was like no and then i had to sort of like it was immediately it was it's frightening so like even just sort of educating Mm -hmm. people that you know because then they talk, it, it snowballs, like little acts do matter and snowball yes. into empathy. Yes. You know? Like calling calling your elected officials and being annoying and doing that as many days a week yeah. as you can. Like that's something that I've been doing a lot of, even though it feels some days hopeless. It's yeah. like, well, what else can you do right yeah. now? Um, but okay, in doing that, my oldest was like, I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. And there were some days when they were home from school and they were able to sit and make phone calls too. Like I got them set up on their computer. I showed them how you look up your representatives. Uh, They have a little cell phone. So they were calling from their phone. Yeah. They wrote a little script for themselves. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like parenting is also part of my role Mm -hmm. in revolution. Like Mm -hmm. raising kids who have the tools to know how to even contact because that's something I had to teach myself like how to yeah. contact your elected officials you can yeah. do that yeah um but that they know they can do that and are able to and also that they have 
the empathy to see when something is not right. Yeah, I and mean, to want to do something about it, whatever they can. There's a lot of layers to the situation, obviously, mm-hmm. but like at the core of it, like it's not okay what's happening. It's not, not, and I just it's you know it's the it's a big issue. It's a big thing, and it's just like a lot it's a lot to unpack for people that have ties to that state and you know just it's a lot and that's but at the core of it like your humanity is important you know empathy is important because you understand other people and if you're a witch or a spiritual practitioner understanding how the fuck are you going to understand the spirit world if you can't understand your fellow man, mm. woman, or person? Like, how are you going to grapple with some people claim to, you know, they're like the reincarnation of Jesus or whatever, but they won't. It's just so weird, but they have like racist views. Like, I don't understand. Like, how did you get like, there? The spiritual world <laughs> is not your connection to the spirit world requires humanity, I think. Like these, the spiritual world is not void of it. It's not like some alien, well, some people it is, but it's not some alien like land. Like it's a part of us, right? Like, so how do you claim to connect to other beings and spirit guides and shit when you can't even like empathize with people that people are being are right unalived? Yeah. In mass numbers. Like yeah. it's at that, I just don't quite understand Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't trust somebody that didn't at least try in any situation where this comes up to Mm -hmm. i just don't there's just a lot of that there's a lot of it and um yeah it really makes you think about what's who's authentic and who's not and who's genuine and and if you're genuine you're being genuine and if you're not like it's very it brings up a lot of things that need to be talked about which is why we do this podcast Mm -hmm. because it's wild like i had a minute where i was like do i even want to be a witch anymore Mm. i still am but like do i want to participate in this Mm. i don't really want i i've had moments where i'm like i don't want to participate in this spiritual community because it's so toxic Mm -hmm. it's becoming super toxic and it's I mean, I get, I'm a part of the commodization of witchcraft. I make fun pins, but like, and I like doing that. This is why I don't offer services and things because I just, I can't get into that. And it's hard to like, which is why people love you because you're, you're very upfront. You're tied to, like you posted the other day, you're, you're like, I can tell you who my teachers are. I can tell you exactly transparently, like how I taught myself how i've learned from others like what my dogma is for myself like people don't aren't rooted and this is what we talk about like rooted culturally root what are you rooted Mm -hmm. in you know if you're gonna claim xyz like what are you actually rooted in tell me specifics Mm -hmm. like and that's Mm -hmm. what people are asking of people where is your empathy? Like, where? what are you rooted in? Like, what is this really about? And I think that is important to sort of let people know if you're a brand or people are like, it's irrelevant. I'm just trying to sell things. Like, 
Yes, but it's if it's relevant, it's relevant to me. To yeah, as a person. (laughs) Yes, it's relevant. Mm -hmm. It's fair enough. If something like this is going on, like you have to address it either way. Either if it's the opposite opinion, like okay, if you're a Zionist, like okay, you know, but like ten toes in, I guess. I guess, like, (laughs) but if I just don't. It unravels so many things and like mm-hmm. that's it, it's connected to how I feel about this witch community and mm-hmm. spiritual community. Just it's just I don't know. It's it's weird. It's interesting you brought this up. This is actually part of the conversation I was having with those folks at um if you haven't checked them out and you're in Los Angeles, <laughs> go to El Sereno Green Grocer. They have really on good Huntington cookies. Drive. They are the best. <laughs> Um, queer owned, Chicana owned business. Yes. Go there. Uh, but it's also like a community space. And part of the thing we were talking about, as I was sharing about our podcast is so much of our work comes from these ideas that come from a lack of rooting in people, land, identity, culture. It really does. Uh So much of our work on the podcast is investigating these concepts and figuring out, okay, well then what are you rooted in? Yeah. If not people, if not land, if not history, what are you rooted in? Mm -hmm. And that's where you get all of these weird, fantastical new age things that often come back to white white supremacy. The thing that ruins everything. Ruins everything. Truly, like literally. You you follow we follow breadcrumbs and that's uh-huh. what it leads to. We've said this so many times. Like we're not trying we're not to talk doing about this it. On purpose. We're not trying to talk about it every like I don't want to talk about it, but that's where it but goes. It keeps coming back here. That's that was the other thing I told them. I was like, we didn't set out no. for it to be this way. It just turned out this way because every time we try to look into something we find out that trickster leads us mm-hmm. to and like what is white supremacy truth. but like a lack of empathy yes and empathy is about uh finding Ugh. you know emotionally connecting to another who's different from you yeah and whose experience is different from you is and white supremacy is all about homogenizing people and making them yeah. into one culture into and anything culture. that is does not fit within gets extreme. yeah or uh yeah what's the word i'm looking for assimilated assimilated those are your options those are assimilation literally... or extermination and we're talking about land that's this country mm-hmm. that's what happened there was no empathy for the other there were political agendas mm-hmm. and that's how we're here mm-hmm. So to not recognize that and give that the proper respect that it deserves in your heart space yeah. is troubling for me um, and probably many of our listeners who listen to this podcast. Yeah. It, it's weird. It's weird. Money, things like capitalism, they turn you away from empathy mm-hmm. because it's the game. It's you know, I get it. I do get it. But we have to find balance. Exactly. Because if we lose our empathy for people and our humanity, like there have been so many movies made about this shit, like, you know, movies about 
Wall Street and things. And then, oh, oh. no, you're like there's narratives about this. There's like tales. There's art. There's stories. There's plays. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast will somehow be about capitalism. <laughs> I don't know. The Beast was hotter when he was a beast. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Sounds like a topic for a bonus episode. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, that's why art is important too. That is why art is important. Art, talking to people, like listening, having someone sit and watch a two-hour play that they may or may not fall asleep in. Like, that's why art is important because art teaches you things, can get to you in a music dance like performance gets to you in a way and can teach you things and can activate empathy and humanity in a in a way for people that don't normally listen to other people and need to something to get through to a different layer of their heart and existence that's why it's so important and to me that's why i try not to be super angsty pants Mm -hmm. towards people because I if I'm angry and I hate somebody, I'm never gonna change them. They're mine. Absolutely. That's not the tactic that I personally, everyone's different. Yeah. I never go that route because mm-hmm. then I've lost them completely. Yeah. So And I think a lot of folks like, especially when things there was this first big like collective awakening in twenty twenty. Yeah. I think so many people who were newly awakened were leaning into like the especially like non-black people like white yeah. folks like we're leaning into the anchor part yeah yeah and like mm-hmm. i saw a lot of it unfold yeah. in like a mom group that i was in like i've yeah. even i can say that like i participated in being like angry like yeah approaching people from a space of anger but like you said nobody's mind gets changed from that unfortunately unfortunately it's like this and so now i've kind of taken the stance of like i'm gonna lure you in with how sweet and charming i am and then once you sit at my table i'm going to drop a few bombs on you yes they're gonna come from my voice in a way that is warm yeah i'm gonna smile yeah and because i'm doing it that way people are like oh gee caitlin I wonder what I this is for. And I'm like, yeah, look at this beautiful <laughs> illusion <laughs> we've created here. Do you like this prop? <laughs> well, you're going to learn about why. <laughs> Pick up the phone. You like this? <laughs> Have some empathy. We're like hypnotizing look people into empathy. <laughs> hey, that's what I got to do. I'll do whatever I have to do. Like, if that's the approach, so that's like, fine. I have to put on some rouge. <laughs> Rouge my knees and roll my stockings down. I'm roll my stockings down. that jazz. <laughs> yes. And we know that's... a whoopty spot. Where <laughs> the gin is cold, the but the piano's is hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was thinking. We should do a musical this episode. Year, next year, that. <laughs> and we should have a twin birthday party where we do karaoke. And like invite listeners. Oh my God! Can we please? Yeah, if not this oh year, maybe God. next year. We could probably have it at the EDA space again. Oh yeah, then we could invite quite a few people. Mm-hmm. And get set up like a karaoke situation. Yeah, in the screen. Could yeah, be, that would be fun. We'll MC. Oh, but also we'll hog the mic and sing a lot. I really. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll be in the rotation. <laughs> we'll 
we'll cap, there's gonna be a few duets. <laughs> we'll cap the rotation with both of us. So look, I've I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. It's fine. Anyway. Gosh. But I guess, you know. Things are it's a weird time to be alive and it can be really easy to get hopeless. Yeah. Oh. But I was so happy for a minute and then you said <laughs> through I know, huh? Sorry. <laughs> um Just it is it is by embracing empathy for humankind that I have to choose. Yeah. You've talked about that a lot and you've affected me too in that uh we I just messaged you about something. But I used to say a lot that, you know, I hate people, people are dumb and people aren't dumb. But like I don't want to make that my personality that I hate everyone and I only love my dogs and like I don't I don't want to do that. And that's that's bypassing your fellow man. Mm. And I think that leads to not a lack of empathy, but it leads to just bitterness. And I don't want to be bitter because bitterness can grow into a lot of negative things. Isolation, hatred, racism, lack of empathy. Like that's like a root. And I see a lot of memes about this. I see a lot of and I used to be a person that would say that all the time and just be like, I'm just like done. I'm going to go live in a cabin in the woods and never talk to anyone again. Yeah, do I want to do that? Sometimes. But I don't amplify things like that. I don't want to let that define my personality because mm. a part of what Laura's little Laura inside is trying to do is to soften and reduce my boundaries so I can be a loving human being. And I've come a long way and a part of it is letting go of that tendency to just dislike people by the masses because mm-hmm. when those when people get hurt or face injustice how would you how would the first thing you turn to be empathy if you're constantly joking or whatever about how much you hate people mm-hmm. i like a sarcastic joke don't really? get me wrong but yeah that's a part of the emphasis on community that you've taught me and we've talked about a lot seriously you've never been like that you're like a soft little angel who like gives a shit (laughs) truly no it's like everyone that listens knows my cancer rising (laughs) yeah and i have i've suppressed my cancer placements and i'm letting it be and it's like yeah it's but that that's a part of it though and a lot of white people do that have that really? mentality yeah you not notice that oh yeah that's, that's like white culture yeah some at least what i've seen with people that you know i know or been around it's like mostly my white friends think that way i, I don't know why something today yeah it's like we just uh ignore it's part of ignoring what's happening and what goes on because mm. you're you're bypassing it by saying Oh, I don't really like people. I don't yeah. care. And then it's just kind of become, it's a slippery slope. But yes, that is a part of, I would say, yes, it is a part of white culture and how we ignore what's going on. What? White people are fun. I'm a white person. Oh. Okay, that's so interesting. No, I'm serious. Yeah, that's because thing. Um, 
something that I was talking to those other people about at the coffee shop today. Yeah. Well, bodega today was um, how white supremacy culture, white culture takes away our connection to ancestry and land and um, people culture, right? And yeah. so then we lean into these new identities that are defined by the the parameters of whiteness, right? And it's like, oh, but that, that's one of the parameters is like, if I just don't like other people, then I don't have to do anything. And I'll throw myself into other causes that are yeah. not human rights based yeah. or human centric based. And that's yeah. fine. People, trees need to be saved, you know, like the environment yeah. and things, but it can be extreme. But we gotta, yeah. We love our pets. We love animals, but we don't need to hate people the but two that, can exist you can love animals real wild i'm not gonna name them but you can drive by them on yeah the like that kind of thing happens in white culture where it's like oh we'll just real go hard on something yeah. that we can fully control yeah and you Going know look what a good person yeah. i am but then the other part is really imbalanced i think it becomes yeah. imbalanced yeah. in some white people and it's in people but I'm white, so I'm speaking yeah. from my experience. Okay. <laughs> but that's sort of what I see white people in groups caring about not other people, but other things, things. that need <sighs> attention. But it's, yeah, that's why you can't really say anything like, okay, because if you, if you mistreat animals, like that really comes back to like mistreatment of living beings, yeah. which comes back to like humans. Yeah. Like it's it really all, all comes back to the earth yeah, too. How you feel about other people. Oh. Gotta be. Yeah. You're welcome. Wow. It's bal It's a balance, but it's fascinating. It can, but like anything else, it can be toxic and extreme. And there are like pipelines cold. and Mario's going down. Do, 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 do. Racism, do do do, like <laughs> things. <laughs> like I'm voting for Trump now. Woo! It's like whoa. <laughs> do, 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 do. Literally. Do, 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 do. Like we're in the like it's weird. Like you just get sucked into another level. It's scary. That's why we're like discernment, discernment, discernment. All day, <laughs> every day. Yeah, like, but like. My friend Juliet Diaz says, like, your humanity is like, you can't let that be ignored. Like, mm -hmm. the feelings that you're feeling, like, of anger or whatever, like, that's your humanity and that's empathy. And, like, that's, you can't ignore that. It's your compass. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's pretty inspiring mm -hmm. to think about that. And because we only live, like, YOLO, we're only here. Don't you want to be authentic? One time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be a bug hopefully in the next one. But I want to be a bodega cat mm. in my next life. That's great. <laughs> like that. Lounging in the hot Cheeto. You only live <laughs> once. Why not live authentically well. to yourself? And do what you can yes. to help other people. Um Yeah. Cause the truth is, like any one of us could be in a situation where we need help. Yeah. And I would rather choose to act in a way, I don't know, that's, like, kind to other humans. Yeah. <laughs> other humans. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> why it's important to just make friends that don't look like you and 
expose yourself to other people's cultures mm-hmm. in a not appropriative way yeah. and like don't be creepy you don't need to <laughs> you don't need to take it just observe just you don't need to take it you don't need to make it your yeah. personality just that's a white thing too yeah. we know we like to well that's i'm gonna put on that costume like no we don't need to do that when i was like researching empathy and like the word origin and all of that like something that came up on psychology today was that like you grow empathy by being exposed to people who are different from you yeah yeah like i don't know i grew up with lots of people who were just who were different from me me too that's probably why Why we're we're not not horrible horrible people people. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. And yeah, it really, it really, it, I guess it would be hard if you live in like a real white place. Like to, a small town. You got to do some extra homework if you, you do. don't end up in a, you know, a high school where you're the minority. Yeah. Like live in a melting pot. Like that's <laughs> why these, it's so, these cities and, and community mm-hmm. like areas are so important. The diverse spaces are like I don't want to be anywhere else. I don't want to be anywhere else. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's a lot going to little towns where there is like it, it's it's me out. it's really this. Uh, yeah, I, it's really really scary. Even for it me, is. it was scary. Yes, as a white person, I was scared. Okay, so that's not. I used that's to be scary. an apparel rep. For those of you who don't know, I was like a wholesale rep for the West Coast. So I would travel all over the West Coast selling my wares to different stores and the first year that I did it I like planned my entire California trip and like like I'm a light-skinned bitch like let's be real like there's very clear European ancestry in this Latina shell (laughs) (laughs) like I do have like indigenous and African ancestry but like I know what I look like yeah right and it wasn't until like I got to Northern California that I was like, oh, like I, <laughs> like this is uh, what a small town feels oh, like. This is weird. Yeah. Like when I was in Colfax, oh. I had never heard of Colfax before. First of all, but I'm like, I get out to do my appointment, and the like store owner looks me up and down, and she was like, "You better not stay here long." And I was like, "Oh." Yeah, they'll say things like that. To I will drive to Sacramento now. Oh yeah, you get told like, I'm "What are you doing here?" The fork out Not of me, here. But, yeah. Like, thank you, ma'am. I'm out. Yeah, no one's ever told me that. Ever. Better not stay here long. I ever. Like, and I think she was trying to be helpful, but it was well, scary. yeah, but it's still like <laughs> that's not a good thing to hear. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's so unfair. Mom. Crap. Get me. Yeah. But yeah, like I can see if you're in that environment, like how do you change? But you have to you have to want to. You have to. But also we have the internet now. So like you're raised like that too. It's it is it is more difficult to yeah. change, but yeah, then it's like, is empathy learned or is it conditioned? I think it's conditioned and it but it's not I think it's inside of us. Yeah. But that's why like art the the patience that I have with people. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how you get like, you're not going to get through to someone that was raised like that and is like conditioned. Like, and I have family members who are like that. And I just, I have to cut tight. Cause you know, you'll know when it's just never gonna happen yeah. for people. And then it's like, well, rather than tell you, I hate you and add to your mm-hmm. hatred of whoever, like, I'm just going to let you go away. Mm-hmm. 
and do what you will. Yeah. Because it's just. Yeah. You know, and that does happen. Um, but some people you can get through too. And yeah, it's Try just. Yeah. It's, it's hard. But. <laughs> But, you know, I've said this before, like, I do believe as a white person that's a responsibility that I have to talk to other white people because it's sure as not people of color's responsibility to educate yeah. other white people. And that's why we got to take that on because we are safe mm-hmm. most everywhere. And we have privilege to, like, do that. And why not? Like, that's yeah. part of it for me. I do believe that's like that. empathy and action. Yeah. It's important because white people will listen to other white people a lot of the time before they'll listen to someone else that they may hate because of a stupid reason. Yeah. That's just facts. So, or they have a bias against, you know. Yes. It's it's scary, but yeah. It's a wild world. No, baby, baby. It's a wild world. <laughs> Man, well, do we have any questions? Probably. Do we have questions of our very long hiatus? We haven't recorded in long since September. Time. July? No, August. What's before that? August. I think our last episode came out like on Halloween. Oh, that's right. So we must have stopped in and then early we stopped. August. No, because I September. think I started feeling depressed. And I was like, I can't show up. And then oh, you're I like, started oh, I'm I depressed like, too. I yeah. can't do this either. No, we took an extra long break. We did. Um, and then my kids were home from school for three weeks, which was great. But also like, I yeah. can't do anything except make snacks every 15 minutes. Right. Ooh, that's nice. I want to come over and get you some You should come snacks. over. There's hella snacks during the Christmas break. That's nice. Winter break. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. I like this question. When you lose a loved one, how long do you give until calling on them? Mm. Um, so I'm going to share my, that's my opinion for my Bravo lovers. Uh, my opinion based on, <laughs> <laughs> it's a clip from Real Housewives of OC reunion. Got it. <laughs> um, but in Espiritismo, uh, per tradition, after someone passes, we when they're ready, offer them a ceremony called ancestral elevation. It's a rite of passage, and it helps our deceased loved ones move away from their earthly experience and into whatever the afterlife has in store for them. Uh, If you want to do an ancestral elevation, you can find a link to the guide for it or freezies on my like link in bio on my Instagram. Um, but once we complete elevation, tradition says one year and one day. Mm. And then you connect with them. Because people need time to like process like yeah. a lifetime of existence. Yeah. And deal that with their sense. shit. Yeah. The dead need a chance to rest before you can start, in my opinion, reaching out to them. And I've definitely seen plenty of docuseries where people are just constantly reaching out to the recently deceased there's one on netflix called between worlds something like that it Mm. came out during like early in the pandemic but there's this guy on the show who is like constantly going to mediums to try to connect to his dead dad 
but he's also like a skeptic. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, that was a good him? one. Yeah. Like he didn't yeah. believe anybody, but no. he couldn't stop the yeah. compulsion to go to mediums. Yeah. I remember this one medium channel, the dad, and it was like distressing. It's yeah. Like, let that dead man rest. Yeah. Like he is tired. He's tired. He's tired. These mediums are tired. So Man. yeah. I do think it's important to give your dearly departed prayers. For their elevation, for them to be able to process what's happened to them, what's mm-hmm. happened in their lifetime, give them time to rest before reaching out to them. Yeah, that's great. I, I, I like that. It's a good question. Like oh, this one's answer. good for you. Oh, is it? Advice on safely watching dark horror themed shows as a sensitive person, if that's even possible. <laughs> I th- <laughs> okay. Well, you have to be in the mood. You have to be in the right headspace. I used to not be able to watch things like that, and now I don't care. Um, I think if you if you don't want to watch it, you don't you just don't you watch just, it. Don't force yourself. Don't force yourself <laughs> to watch it. But if you want to watch it, maybe start out slow with like a grim moment, the show, mm-hmm. like a very like PG, maybe even a Once Upon a Time. That's okay. Fun. Like just <laughs> keep it like light, like or if you're like. Ooh, I want to watch a sexy show. You can watch like Outlander, which is like software. Or you can watch like Mayfair Witches. It's pretty. There's like a hot ghost that haunts the family that they have sex oh. with. It's a whole thing. Um, yeah. Maybe dabble in like different. Like you don't got to watch like Insidious or whatever, like yeah. right off the bat. Like sometimes I'm not. I don't really watch. I don't really like horror. Yeah. I'm very specific about my intake yeah i think it's just finding the the type of genre like watch buffy you know like i'm really into the x-files right Love now buffy. x-files is like my sweet spot right now yeah um but yeah sometimes it's either x-files or friends x-files or friends that's what i'm like oscillating between because i i feel like it's options. good to follow it up with yeah some and sort of to follow sitcom. it up with like if you get a <laughs> little scared like don't yeah. watch it at night watch it during the day yeah. and you know, then watch yes. an episode of like Abbott Elementary. Yeah, right. Like, Abbott, to like something, <laughs> something like you can you can go between a palate cleanser, if you will. Yeah, a palate cleanser. Just watch one episode, or if yeah. it's a movie, you know, you can watch half the movie, and then if it gets dark and you're feeling uncomfortable, like don't turn it finish off. It. Yeah, I agree. Or if you're talking about like, like true like a paranormal ghost shows where like they're they may be talking about satan or like you know like things that might be triggering Mm -hmm. to you like don't watch them if you feel like it's gonna conjure up something for yourself because that can happen i listen to a lot of paranormal podcasts where like people have said like i listened to your podcast and like weird it started happening in my house like Hearing other people's, I listen to a lot and that hasn't happened to me, but mm-hmm. it's because I'm just, I think it's also just knowing that you're protected, mm-hmm. like just know and feel confident mm-hmm. and that you're protected and you are, you know, say it so and it will be like, it's just sort of, yeah. if it's that level of like, I'm very sensitive, mm-hmm. like just, and you know, and just don't do it if you don't yeah. feel good Honor about it. Honor your boundaries. I think. Yeah. It's the most important thing. Like, I started watching, what's the good ghost hunting show? That Kindred think? Spirit. Uh, there's another one. one. Oh, no. Sarita was the one who told me about it. The oh, Dead Files. Oh, Dead Files. No, I told you about that. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, Love so I watched a couple episodes and then I got to this one episode yeah. where she was describing a specific yeah. spirit. And uh-huh. I was like, oh no, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. Because like, you're thank you for your yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, like she gets very detailed. This was fun. I believe her. Yeah. I gotta opt out. Yes, that's one that one affects me I'm too. I'm gonna watch Dairy Girls again. <laughs> yeah. Dead Files is the most descriptive. She's legit. No, she and she just left the show. Yeah, now it's another psychic person. But she did because her mental health and her, like, she was like, I can't I do this anymore. I bet. Oh, I and bet. And I don't blame her. I That's, don't blame her. And I respect that decision. Mm-hmm. And we like Amy. Strong boundaries. Yeah, we like Amy. We love Amy. Yeah. She's very, I mean, I her descriptions are so, like, and the drawings and stuff. I love that it's show. It's wild. It's a I good love time. That show. Yes. Yeah. But I have to, like, I realized, oh, even though I enjoy this, I now have to limit my intake because... I yeah. got to a boundary and yeah. I was like, I could keep watching this and like fuck up my life. Yeah. <laughs> or at the very least pick up my like dreams or I can just <sighs> walk away and watch yeah. like that darn cat on that the Criterion cat. channel. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Fiction and reality makes, it makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. yeah. Good answer. Wow. Thank good episode you. yeah thank you good first episode mm-hmm. back thank you thank you and thank you for listening to third eye bind be sure to leave us a message on the third eye line that can mean you can email us a voice memo if you'd like your voice yeah. to be played on the pod you send can, us a voice memo yeah record it on your phone send it to third eye bind pod at gmail.com yes or you can log on to our website fill out the form send us your question that way yes But don't spam us through the forum. Don't spam. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. You can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the Third Eye line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash third eyebind. Third Eyebind is produced and edited by Mike Realm. Hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin at caitlin.grania.